a lot of times we're looking to be delivered out of something and God is bringing you through. Are you with me? Now, don't get me wrong. He's already delivered you. We already figured that out. We saw that through the word. But now there are certain things that I may be going through. But God's doing something in that to establish his purpose. Are you with me? Football players. Football players. When they first start the season, I heard another one just say it this year, this week. When they first start the season, they all want to get hit first. You ever heard a football player say, I got to get that first hit out the way. You know, then, now I'm ready to go. Are you with me? When it comes to God, uh, you got to get this. You have to understand that in the process of getting to where I got to go, sometimes even if I take a hit, I'm okay. Because victory is still already mine. Are you with me? Even what you're in right now, others have went through. And they're still here. All right, let's go work. We got our work to do. All right. Y'all, 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 y'all. Okay. <laughs> Y'all, all right, hold on, let's ride, let's ride. Against his onset, rooted, established, strong, and movable. Strong and immovable and determined. Knowing that the same identical, uh-oh, sufferings are appointed to your brotherhood, the whole body of Christians throughout the world. Everybody going through something. You're not the only one. Somebody say amen. And when you realize you're not the only one, it gives you strength through the spirit of God, through his word, to be able to overcome. Amen. Are y'all with me? All right, now watch this. And after you have suffered a little, oh, there it is again. Last week we see it again. And after you have suffered what? The God of all what? Grace. Who imparts all blessing and favor, who has called you to his own. Eternal glory in Christ Jesus will himself complete and make you what you ought to be. So this thing that I may be going through is making me what I ought to be. Somebody say amen. amen. So it ain't that bad. I can handle this now because I know it's making me what I'm going to be. Now, I still speak the word over the thing so that I have the ability and the faith to overcome the thing. Are you with me? Complete and make you what you want to be, establish and ground you securely and strengthen and settle you. Next verse, then let's go. To him the dominion, power, and authority rule forever. And that's where we got our t-shirt from. Amen. So be it. Amen. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's go on down. We said last week there were three things that the, the thief came to steal. We need to recognize what he steals. Or what he comes to get. I got an extensive list. I'm going to go quick on my list. Because we got to get to how we stop it. We already know if we resist him. He'll flee. But uh, I said something so critical to you earlier. That you can't resist. Unless you have word in you. 
Are y'all listening to me? All right. Y'all ready? All right. First things first. Number one. Now, the first three we already talked about, so I'm going to just review them. I can't reteach them. You got to get the CD for them. All right. Okay. First three, we said he's coming to steal our healing. He's coming to steal my healing. Just because people, now write this down with it if you want, just because people are sick, that doesn't negate my healing. Somebody say amen. Amen. Just because somebody else in the church might have died of a certain thing, that don't mean I got to die that way. Just because your family, oh, oh, I'm going to bust up your little religion today. I'm going to mess that up. Why? Because, see, we eat stuff that's not ours. And then we're wondering why the church has no power. Are you with me? And so because someone may stand up and say it's okay to die that way, you will accept it and then go out that way. Because, see, if you believe in that thing, you can have that. But healing is still mine. I don't care, I don't care how many die, it's still mine. Oh, come on, somebody say amen. I know I'm messing with your religion, but that's okay. It doesn't matter what somebody else goes through. It matters what his word says. Somebody say amen. It doesn't matter how many families break up. His word. If I obey and serve him. Come on, somebody. If I do my part, God has already promised that he's going to do his. Job 36 and 11, that's what that says. If I obey and serve him, I'll spend my days. Part of my days of prosperity is I get to reap the full harvest of everything else. He does want my household saved. You stop worrying about them and you start worrying about you living. Somebody say amen. Everybody got their own will, own mind anyway. You got to let God deal with them. Somebody say amen. Number two, so, so, so healing is mine. Somebody say amen. amen. No matter how many times I get attacked, I still must confess and I still must believe that healing is mine. It does not matter how I feel. I, I'm not moved by what I feel. I'm moved by what I believe. So it does not matter what I feel like. It matters what his word says. And if his word, if I can get his word deep down within my heart, I can change every circumstance and every situation that may come my way. Oh, I know I'm right. 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 right. See, you have more confidence in man than you have in God. You're wondering what somebody else may think. Well, I'm, going, I'm here today by uh, using, being used as an instrument of God to challenge you to believe him. Why is it that we can believe for not being healed versus being healed? It is easy to believe I'm still going to walk around with this rather than believe that I'm going to be healed. My leg may still hurt, but I'm still confessing and I'm still believing in the process of my leg. I'm healed. I may still have my limp, but I'm healed. Oh, no, y'all didn't catch what I said. I don't care what my body is telling me. My body is saying that I'm not, but my, my, my mind says and my spirit says that I am. Better yet, my God says that I am. So I got to receive it. 
I don't care what nobody says. I got to receive this. I got to believe this. You know, God ain't looking for majority. Somebody look at your neighbor and say, God is looking for a believer. Ain't looking for a majority, you're looking for a believer. Just believe. Yes, sir. All things are awesome. to who? Yes. So be it. Yes. Amen. Y'all ready? Ready to go down the list? Number two, we already found out too, or let it be, that the devil, that I have deliverance already. Jesus Christ gave me deliverance. We, I'm not reteaching that. I said I wasn't going to reteach it. We went in and got all excited anyway. Glory to God. Number two, or let it be, Jesus already gave me deliverance on, he, he, he gave me deliverance on Calvary. That's right. That's right. Somebody say amen. So be it. So be it. Amen. Generational things have to stop. So be it. Because it's on the kingdom. It, 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 you know, he gave it to me. Somebody say amen. amen. Glory to God. Amen. So be it. When we recognize what's supposed to, you know, I told my son this the other day. I told him this. And some of y'all need to check out some things. Can I be real with you? You know, I'm going to teach a message I ain't, I ain't taught, I ain't never taught, I ain't never heard, nowhere else. And that's, that's the thing on abuse. Because it's the hidden secret that goes on in the body of Christ and even goes on in houses and families. The secret abuser. And the secret abuser tears up a whole lot of lives. And usually it's the guy or gal you don't think of because he's in the family. And nobody wants to talk about it, but it needs to be brought to the forefront. Otherwise, this thing will continue to go on. I'm being real. I know I'm, I know I'm hot on this. I know I'm right down the street on it. This is a hidden secret that goes on and on and on. And then, then when this one gets abused, he abuses someone else. It's a cycle that continues on, and then identity gets lost in the abuse. Because I don't know who I am now. Because I've been abused by you who I trusted. And now you've confused who I am. And now I can't receive who I should be because, oh, I don't know who I am because you have just confused me. And so now I live a life of confusion because of the abuse that you have done to me. My uncle, my auntie, my grandpa, my father. My mother, my cousin, and it, and it gets deeper with inside people, and it messes them up without even knowing we pick up things because of this abuse. And that's another thing the enemy comes to steal from you is your identity. And that's one way that he steals it through abuse. Because now you don't know who you are. You're searching 
to try to find it. So now you do what you feel rather than what God's word says. Life is filled up with people searching for identity, not knowing who they are. Now we make laws for people who still don't know who they are. All because we don't know our identity. Because it was stolen. Because our identity stolen. You can't walk like God if you don't have the right identity. That's why the enemy touched you when you were little. He used somebody to touch you so he could steal your identity. I said I was going to teach it another time, but it just seemed like I rolled in. I've never, I've never seen how many people. I bet you if I showed by a show of hands, it would be crazy how many have been touched. No, no, by a show of hands now. No, be real with yourself. Don't you lie to yourself that you was not touched. That's horrible. And that's sad. Because usually they weren't from the outside. Usually it was someone within our circle. That we trusted. That's the only way the enemy, you're right, can get you is when we let our guard down. You hear me? You watch, you pay attention to everything, everyone. I'm, I'm, I'm very, I try to pay attention to a lot. And I'm going to tell you something, child of God, hold this. Child of God, let me tell you something. If there's ever a time for us to be connected to the Spirit of God so that we can hear and see what others don't hear and see, it is now. Our children, Fred, I'm telling you, our children depend on us hearing God. Parents, they depend on you hearing God. Why? Because there's things that might happen to them. That somebody else is telling them it's okay, but it ain't right. It is so important because the enemy is into stealing identity. If I can, we can, I I walk past, I, I, I take nothing back on what I'm going to say. I walked past a young lady the other day who had no clue of who she was because she looked like me. You were not designed to be like me. The enemy put a wrong thought there. And somebody's been running with it for a while. Somebody got to tell you the truth so that no one else gets caught. This is a real deal, man. And this messed me up, man. 
Jesus. So I was having a conversation with my son. He's wondering, what's, what's up? What's up is it's time to watch. It's time to pay attention. There is nothing. We get so busy. I'm going to be real with you. We get so busy in what we're doing that we miss what he's doing. There's two he's, God and the enemy. While my children are asleep, he's sowing. And if you're not paying attention because you're so busy working. You're so busy doing so much that you're missing others sowing into your children. SpongeBob is sowing into your child. SpongeBob, you said SpongeBob? You got to watch even what SpongeBob say. You got to watch what the Disney characters say. Everybody's about stealing identity. A lost identity will have you sailing an empty sea. You always search to find out who you are. That's why that abuse came. It came to screw you up. It came to get you off. And if you're not careful, it'll keep you off. I refuse to not let it define me. That's not who I am. Are you with me? And here's another thing, you know, I refuse not to hold malice. Because, see, you know, you know, If not for God, and, and another thing I'm going, okay, so write down identity, and here's the next thing. He'll try to steal the love of God. I've been there. He'll try to take love of God. If you're not careful off of that abuse thing, he'll take love of God right away from you, and you'll hate every man there ever was because that man abused you. You'll hate women because that woman abused you. We fight an enemy who does not play fair. Why are some things in certain families? Because there's a spirit of perversion, and it is a spirit that has not been dealt with. And until someone stands up and says, I refuse to let this perverse spirit in our family anymore, he roams free. That's why I told my son, I said, son, there's a perverse spirit, man. I'm trying to get to him. There's a perverse spirit that's around. And I said, I can trace it to one guy that I know of. And I said, God only knows where he got it and what he was walking in. Well, I'll be real with me. That, that's my grandfather. And I said, 
could God from Zion. Now, watch this. If my father did not know how to deal with it on a spiritual level, that thing will transfer up. It keeps moving up and up, up and up until it reaches more. It goes to the next generation. Then it passes on. It just keeps passing. The spirit of perversion, you know, he's been around. He's looking to inhabit somewhere. Why? Again, to steal identity. You wonder why you don't know why you do what you do? You you. There are certain things that help you. That perversion spirit helps you do what you don't want to do. It is what it's called out of the Bible, a perverted spirit. It's spirit of perversion. How did I get this way? That's a spirit that's working. And he talks to you. He makes it feel comfortable to you. Identity law. God made man in his own image. Isn't it awesome how, watch this. Isn't it awesome how when God made man in his own image, man had all dominion and authority. And like we just learned again on Wednesday night, then God tells man, this is good, God tells man, all this I give you. I give you everything. Notice that in the scripture. He said, I'll give you all this. Remember that? He said, I'll give you all this, but there's only one, one, only one. Only one that I don't want you to touch. I don't want you to look, I don't want, I don't, I don't want nothing to do with that. I don't want you to mess with that no how, no way. Right? Now watch this. So then the enemy comes in. Remember that? Enemy comes in, what the enemy do? He goes right for that one. And he said, look, but, but he said, you shouldn't touch that one. They, they, I went, come on now. That ain't even right. All these trees right here, he tell you, the one, you shouldn't even touch that. Now, God already said, I done gave you everything you ever so need. Everything you, your fulfillment is caught up in these other trees. But yet, something on the inside of us desires that one that he says don't touch. Is God good? This is a serious thing. And the church needs to speak up and deal with it. We're worried about somebody's feelings when we should be worried about their soul. I'm at a place, you know, you know, when you come to this church or not, that's up to you. It behooves you too. But if you don't, I ain't going to cry. I really, I really overcome a lot of stuff. When you know identity in Christ, you know this ain't mine. Is God good? So he wants to steal love, right? I got to be careful because, now read this scripture. I got to be careful because, I mean, I don't know, abuse victim, victim. Don't it, don't it make you mad? I don't know, you know. Mm. Glory to God. It makes you build walls. I'm going to tell you, man. 
Man, I, I just thank God for love. Because I'm going to tell you. Glory. Oh, boy. You just thank God because you know you got love in your heart because you know you really want to hurt somebody, but you can't. And you know that is not his will. Hate and malice is not God. Somebody say amen. Because, you know, some of us came through some rough times. Glory to God. Amen. I'm going to tell you, his grace is sufficient. As a believer, say, I speak to you. I'm being as transparent as I can be. Man. Man, glory. Is God good? I mean, this is time for turnaround for a lot of us because some of us have been searching for identity and we don't know where we are because we just do things because everybody else is doing it. And we don't know why we're doing it because, see, God's word is still God's word. That's not going to change. Somebody say amen. And when you die, you're, you're, you're either going one place or the other. That's not going to change. I know we live in a society now that don't want to talk about hell, but there is a hell for unprepared people. You know, and then preachers nowadays, if I start talking about hell, don't nobody want to hear that hellfire. I heard one of y'all say that out of this church once before, that don't nobody want to hear that hellfire thing. Well, you almost said something, but you, you, you can go on and do what you got to do. Bust hell wide open. I'm in the business of save them. To, to, to give God what God's word said. To say what God's word. Let God do the saving. But I, I say what God's word said. Regardless of what somebody else is going to think. Somebody say amen. All right. We got to push forward. Yes, sir. Oh, man. I got going. I got going, man. It's just, I'm just being flooded. Read this scripture for me. First uh, John 4, 16. Oh, man. No, First John 4 and 8. And then we go to First John 4, 16. Y'all blessed? Anybody get... We're going to be free. Amen? amen. Somebody say amen. amen. Freedom. Somebody say freedom. freedom. Glory to God. Right. We're going to be free. Right. Somebody say, I have, I have my, identity. my identity. I'm made, I'm made in, the in the image of him. Glory to God. Amen. So be it. Amen. No matter what has happened, you've got to pick up his image. See, you've been looking in the image. You've been looking in the mirror at something that wasn't you. You got to find what he sees. You got to see what he sees. Somebody say amen. Amen. All right, y'all ready? Man, all right. The whole reason 
write, write this down. The whole reason the enemy wants us to get out of love is to separate us from God. Let me say it again. The whole reason, keep it straight, tie. The whole reason the enemy wants to get us away from God is to separate, uh, I mean, get us out of love, is to separate us from God. Because he knows the soul that does not love does not have God. Amen. Look what the Bible says. He who does not love, y'all see it? Let's read it together. He who has not That's the purpose of that abuse. Another purpose of that abuse was to steal your love. Steal identity. Because ain't nothing like, ain't nothing like, ain't nothing like knowing. Oh, man. It's nothing like knowing someone has done something. They did it to your baby, man. They did it to your baby. God. Oh. Love is powerful. Yeah, it is. It's the silent secret that goes on in this body. It's a silent secret. And we shall be silent. No more. Love. See, because the enemy knows what he's doing. He's trying to destroy love in people. Identity. Yeah, because then you feel shame. And you and you feel like there's somehow you want to bring retribution, but you cannot bring any type of retribution. It is not your place to bring retribution because that takes you out of, that puts you in revenge, which puts you in hate. It is his will. That's why God said you can't handle revenge. I know how to do this thing. He said, because when you get involved, you're personal. Uh, This is not personal to me. This is a principle. If you've touched any of my little ones, it would be better for you that a millstone would be put upon your neck. I know how to deal with people who hurt mine. You don't know how to deal with them. That's why I want you to back off. 
let me deal with it. I need you to love. Continue to love even in the midst of your pain. Continue to love because all things are still working together for my good. Even though the enemy meant that from your harm, I'm going to turn it around and make it for your good. Oh, man, God gave me a scripture. People, oh, man, I'm out of time, but God gave me a scripture this morning. Because people try to steal your plan and just try to steal your purpose. And he gave me Jeremiah. Y'all remember Jeremiah 29? Jeremiah, now watch this. Jeremiah 29 and 11. Now watch this. The the Israelites were taken captive by the Babylonians. And God makes a statement to them, even in the midst of your toil, even in the midst of anything you may go through, I did not forget you. I got you. Even in those 70 years, after those 70, we're going to take care of some things. But in the midst, still serve me. Ezekiel, he told Ezekiel, prophesy. He said, now Ezekiel, I'm going to, your wife is going to die, but you have no time to mourn. He told Jeremiah, say this. Why? All because of the 70. He tells Daniel, all because they are in captivity. The three Hebrew men in captivity. But he said, why are you in captivity? I don't care what goes on. Still serve me. Because I got this. Look what he said. Look what he said. He said, I got this. Even in captivity. I got this. For I know the thoughts and the plans that I have for you. He said it to the Israelites, but I believe we can too use this for our lives. Why? Because we're not in our our home. This is not our home. Earth is not my home. Are you with me? That's why he said sometimes when you're in a foreign land, You can forget that I'm still in control because some things that they do may seem like they're going against me, but I'm in control. He said, you don't worry about that. I got you. For I know the thoughts and plans that I have for you. Says who? Says who? 